Hello, and welcome to the Thursday Night Kisaden Podcast. I'm your host Cordelia. After a break, we're back with another latest episode here, and today in this episode, we're going to talk about another food-related late-night TV show called Ikemen Tomoyo Meishio Kue. Beautiful guys eat. Or another translation is "eat with handsome boys." On March twenty fourth, two thousand sixteen, the manga artist Hajime Higashita published their work "Beautiful Guys Eat" on Shokudan Manga about a man who eats. It was serialized until the book was released on August twenty fourth of the same year. It was made into a TV show and streamed on TV Tokyo from July to September two thousand twenty two. Starting Miyako Kakei, Miyako is a rising star as she has been featured in many TV shows since last year. If you are on the Instagram, I strongly recommend you to follow Miwako Kakei's account. You might surprise to find out that she is a very interesting and cute person. Even though it streamed last fall, I still have fresh memories about the TV show. So, let's talk a little bit more about the story of this TV show. Our main character Yusimi loves handsome boys. Anything about good-looking boys make her happy. In the story, Yusimi is in love with a male character from a otome game, which is a story-based video game that is targeted towards to females. Generally, one of the goals of these games is to develop a romantic relationship between the female main. Player characters and one of the usually male or secondary lead characters. Before the magazine, she worked at changed from a literary magazine to a food magazine. She had a column about handsome bookshop stuffs. For this new food focus magazine, after finding out that eating with handsome boys boosted her appetite. She then stars a colon called "Beautiful Guys Eat." A different type of handsome guys appears in each episode of the show. Some are musicians, artistic lookings, or labor muscle lookings, or the glasses lookings, K-pop star lookings, transgenders. Or a little looking. There was so many. You just name it. Any kind of guy that you think is good looking, it might show up in the show. The appearance of the handsome guy eating food makes Yushimi' appetite increase. She had a very small stomach, as she said, it's like a bird stomach. She can only eat a little bit. She actually, in the show, she transferred this like light crash or this like the the you know the skip of the heartbeat feelings 
and transfer them into a food appetite. She transfers her impulse into finishing the whole dish. When Yoshimi sees a good-looking person, first of all, she gives them a name. Then she imagines a conversation or fantasy scenario with them. No matter what, Yoshimi is so shining with when she's doing the things that she's passionate about. Because of her passion, and she was not shame at all to share her interest. Even attracted a young staff member at her work to have a crush on her. Among all the twelve episodes, episode six. Is one of my favorites. Yoshimi goes to the kisaten she used to go to when she was in high school. She revisits the neighborhood and just walks inside the kisaten. And at there, Yoshimi sees this good-looking writer who wears glasses and sits in the corner of the kisaten. Yoshimi walks in. Sits at another corner of the kisaten and watches him in between the plants from a distance. Yoshimi gives this good-looking writer a name and calls him Osamu. And in her fantasy brain, this is a award-winning writer. Then Yoshimi observes this writer's hands, his fashion, his face. And glasses, and Yoshimi is obsessed with the way this writer repositions his glasses. In particular, Yoshimi orders the same Napolitan pasta and the cream soda. And in this next part, I know my audience still kind of confused how all the things works. Let me try to describe the images that Yoshimi sees, and let's put our Feed into Yoshimi's shoes. So let's try to imagine. In this cozy corner of a blasting Japanese kisaten, a good-looking writer sits at a small table, adorned with a glazing plate of Napolitan pasta. Right before him. His eyes behind the glasses sparks with anticipation as he delicately rolls the steaming pasta around his fork. The noodle starts gracefully dancing in the air. With each bite, a symphony of flavors unfolds on his plate. A harmonious blend of the tarragon ketchup, sweet onion, and the occasionally crunchy of the green pepper. The warm, embarrassed sauce covered his lips, leaving a rosy tang that touches on the blush on his cheek. It is warm. There is sweat on his forehead. 
and he uses a tissue to wipe them away. At the same time, he takes his glasses off. And here is where Yoshimi lets out a gasp. In her imagination, the good-looking guys only take off their glasses in front of someone they trust, or a very heated or intimacy moment. So as he eats the dead the dish. A tall glass of strawberry cream soda stands proudly by his side. The pink soda, ever since the whispering, the promise of the freshman. The cool carbonated drinks dance in his mouth. Encouraging him to take another sip, as the cream form gently caresses his lip, he closes his eyes, reveling in the nostalgic sweetness that transports him to the carefree summer and the lazy afternoons in the high school time, and the sparkle pink of the soda, marry the verb of depth of his gaze. Casting an enhancing glow upon his countenance, Yoshimi's heart is moved with this, and she turns back to her dish and finishes the whole thing, plus a melon-flavored cream soda. Ah,、oh, how wonderful! So that's how it works. That's how Yoshimi start、uh, starts eating more after this light crash or the skip of the heartbeat. So you know, in this show, we see another type of gaze, of course, the female gaze. Traditionally, much of the art, media, and culture representations. Have been dominated by the male gaze. People we don't usually see it in any kind of media in the past, as it is passed over, suppressed over by the males all the time. But in recent years, especially with the growth of the BL manga, we see more and more female gazes. Being in the TV show, for example, the show eating with the handsome guys, Yoshimi has no shame to share her interest in beautiful boys, both in playing games and also real and working or even private hours. I believe that some would argue that the female gaze in this TV show aims to depict women as complex. Multi-dimensional individuals with their own agency and desires, rather than reducing them to passive objects of the male desires. The female gaze encourages a shift in narrative and visual representations, highlighting the female's options, trying this, exploring the desires or diverse females exploring 
diverse female experience, right? And celebrating the diverse of females' bodies, desire, and their relationships. Exactly, like no shame, fearless, to express, to show, and to to say what they love and what they like. But I also believe that some other people would also say that the female gaze can also be creepy. In the show, that the way how Yushimi sometimes stretch her head to look at a stranger, or how she has all the stories made up in her brain, and even how she is so passionate about like you know borrowing this desire from the relationship to food appetite, it can be. Can be crazy. It can be creepy for sure. But although females have always been catcalled, the female's gaze can also be abusive, from jokes to many serious facts. But, but I have to say, I'm sure many people can relate with Yushimi, like, like how. After you know, after kind of crash on someone, and those stories are made in our brain, on our mind. I believe most, many of our us are doing it, <laughs> or did it before. And I'm also sure that she is a bit crazy in the TV show, or a bit you know mania-ish. But I really appreciate how Yushimi is being open about her interest, and she. Genuine and honest about her feelings. Oh well, I like beautiful boys as well. I think many people do the same. So Yushimi, thank you a lot. Thank you, girl. <laughs> I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Since neither this book or the TV show is available in English. Any dialogue mentioned in this episode was translated from Japanese by me, and this episode is edited by Grace and written by me, Cordelia. And we will talk to you soon in our next episode.